0: Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast with Evangelist Nick Zaner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at Ministries.com. Now, here's Evangelist Nick. Hello everyone, welcome to the broadcast today. This afternoon, I'm Evangelist Nick Zaner coming to you from the Lehigh Valley, and I hope you guys are doing well. Um, Go ahead and comment in the comments so I can see where you're watching from as we're greeting some people here at the top of the hour at 1 p.m. I see Jessica is on from New York, praise God. Uh, My mother-in-law is on, praise the Lord. Some others, uh, Caleb from Hawaii is on, praise God. Thanks for joining us. People are hopping on now. And uh, today's going to be a good day. And uh, it's day, what is it? Day 9 of 21 days of prayer and fasting, seeking the Lord's face, pressing in for the greatest year we've ever had, where we're going to run to win like we've never ran before. We're going to see victory after victory. Uh, Victoria's on. God bless you. Richard's on. Bless you, brother. And uh, how many is ready to run to win? <clears throat> if you are typing in the comments, I know I am. I'm ready to see God come through in a powerful way. Getting some electrolytes here, body armor, it's pretty good, hallelujah. Um, today, this whole week, uh, it's just kind of how it's gone this time around, this whole week has been broken down into um, just whatever the Lord puts on my heart for a theme for the week. Obviously, the theme for the year is to run to win. Uh, the first week was on spiritual training, where we uh, strength training, where we prepared ourselves, laid the foundation. Hey, my grandma's on. Love you, grandma. From Culver, Indiana. Um, the second week, this week that we're in now, uh, the Lord spoke to me and said, this will be a week of transformation where we press in and we're, we're pressing in uh, for transformation starting this month and for the whole year, where when you get to December 31st, you're going to look back and see change like you've never seen before. Like you'll look in the mirror At the end of the year and have a picture from January and not just because you're older, do you look different, but because you can literally see differences and changes that's taken place like you'll your whole life is going to be transformed. And so that's what we're pressing into uh, this week as we teach on God's word and as we dive in and spend, you know, 45 minutes together, just letting the Lord uh, speak to us through his word and understanding The power of his word. So, today, the title of today's message is The Transforming Power of God's Word. If you have your Bibles, I want you to go with me to Hebrews chapter 6. I'm going to start in verse 9. And those watching, if you want to help me by putting that in the comments for those who hop on later, that would be great. Hebrews chapter 6, in verse 9 through 12. The Bible says this, But beloved, We are confident of better things concerning you. Yes, things that accompany salvation, though we speak in this manner. So I'm just going to pause right there just to say this. There's things that come with salvation. It's more than just a ticket to heaven. I preached this message before, um, and I'm not going to teach that today, but there's things like joy, peace, uh, goodness. There's a uh, blessing that comes with uh, salvation, the access to prosperity, the access to overwhelming joy that you you know, joy unspeakable and full of glory that comes with salvation. These things accompany it, and healing, for example, is accompanies salvation. The, the gift of the Holy Spirit, you can't receive the Holy Spirit uh, unless you're born again. You, he lives on the inside of you. Then the second gift is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There's so many things that come with salvation, better things, things that things that money cannot buy. That's what comes with salvation. Money can't buy joy like the Lord can give. Money cannot buy peace that God gives. It can't. Just ask the richest person in the world if they have peace and joy in their life like they wish. Just because you have a, a billion dollars is not gonna make you the happiest person in the world. Yeah, money's gonna make you happy for a period of time, but it ain't going it's not gonna last long because it's it's a better thing that comes with salvation. But I'm not I'm not speaking on that today. But I, I thought I should mention that as I read it. Verse ten though. For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have sown shown, I mean, toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister, and we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full measure of hope until the end. Now you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. I want you to see that there in verse 12. It says that you do not become sluggish. Imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. So I want you to write this in your notes if you're taking notes now. Through faith and patience, I will inherit the promises of God. Through faith and patience, I will inherit the promises of God. Now, every Tuesday and Thursday night, if you missed last night, you should go back and you should, you should watch it and listen. You can listen on our podcast as well, and, and it was a great message. I mean, I, I was encouraged. I, know, I don't know if anybody else was, but man, I was ready to run around the place because faith is a, is a potent force. Faith, Romans 10, 17, comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God, talking today about the transforming power of God's word. So when faith is being exercised, faith is being mixed with the word of God, there's also, you know, one minister put it to this way, I've heard it said before, it's the power twins to the promises of God. It's faith and patience. They both go together. You can't have one or the other. You have to have both. Now, sometimes, boom, God does things immediately, and we always press in for the immediately. No, if you read the book of Mark. Mark mentions the word immediately or suddenly or instantly over 45 times plus. I don't know the exact number, but I know it's more than 40 times. He mentions that instantly they were healed, instantly they were delivered, instantly the food multiplied, instantly uh, he walked on water. It was instant. Yes, God's the God of instant, but at the same time, we're pressing in right now. Like I said yesterday, we're pressing in right now for the whole year. You don't get caught up in, man, you know, I haven't seen anything break loose and here it is January 10th and you get discouraged. Don't allow the enemy to discourage you. We're praying about January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. We're praying through the whole year right now in the beginning of the year. And so through faith and patience, you're going to inherit the promises in every single month. That's why Jesus said, take no thought for your life. Why shall you worry about tomorrow? For tomorrow will have its own troubles. In other words, just take it day by day. And how do you keep your faith intact and not grow sluggish like the Bible says in New King James? You don't want to be sluggish. Who wants to be a slug? Is anybody watching me right now? You want to be a slug? You want to just be slow, crawling? You know, no one wants to be sluggish. No one wants to be slow. So you have to you have to allow the power twins to work together. Faith and Patience. I want to read what the um, the Amplified Classic says in uh, verse twelve, because I believe it brings a little bit more light to it in understanding Hebrews chapter six, verse twelve. In the Amplified Classic, it says, "In order that you may not grow disinterested and become spiritual sluggers." So, in other words, you have to. You have to. Um, Allow this work to take place and keep your faith intact. That's why you got to hear the word on a daily basis because that's the fuel, that's the the firewood to the fire, should I say? Because the word constantly before your eyes, constantly before your ears, is constantly bringing faith towards you. Faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of God. So you're constantly building your faith. You're constantly growing, right? And so that you do not become disinterested because what happens over the course of time when people are not patient with the things of God, and I'm not saying that things have to take 30, 40, 50 years, but some things might, uh, bigger things, but you're going to see breakthroughs this year. You should set your expectation that this is going to be the year that you have the greatest victories you've ever had because we're running to win this year. You don't just run. We're not going to be running to win in uh, 2050. No, we're running to win in 2024. So you're going to see great victories. But at the same time, you have to let faith and patience have its perfect work. Why? Because the Bible also says that you may not lack any good thing in the book of James. So you won't lack anything when you let patience have its perfect work. Many people get in a rush. Maybe people get out ahead of themselves. Many people are... Um, Beyond their faith, for example, you know, you need to evaluate yourself during the the remainder of this time and say, you know what, where is my faith level right now? You know, what have I seen up until this point? And what do I need to believe God for? You know, for example, if you only have a hundred dollars in your bank account, I'm not saying God cannot uh, turn you into a millionaire in a year. I've seen it happen with some people, but at the same time, why don't you just believe God to go from a hundred dollars to maybe? A $1,000 extra to maybe 10000 and then you grow your faith that way. Many people are impatient, and the Bible says they, you know, specifically talking about money, but I think you can apply it in any area of your life. It says, beware of get-rich-quick schemes. In other words, beware of shortcuts. Beware of people who are saying, hey, if you do this, it's going to take you up higher faster, and you don't have to do all these other things. No, that's not how champions make it to the top. Champions make it to the top through faith and patience, through putting in the work. You know, you don't, just, uh, you don't just become Super Bowl champions or World Series champions by bypassing the batting practice, by bypassing the workouts in the weight room, by bypassing uh, sitting down and, and strategizing on how to throw the ball better or, or you're evaluating the other team's batting averages and everything. we got to beware of shortcuts. We got to be aware of that and say, you know what? Let me go through the hard path now, because what if I go through the hard path now, which is the hard path, is just being patient. And that what is it hard on? It's not hard on your spirit. It's hard on your flesh. The flesh wants to just say, you know what? I can do this. You know, I've seen this. I know Kayla's watching on Instagram, and he can say the same. We saw Bible school students, because I went to school with him. who, you know, they came. It's a three-year school. And they came for maybe a half a year or maybe, maybe one year. And they said, you know what? This is all I need. I need to go out. I need, I'm called to the nations. I'm going to launch now. And what happens? They didn't submit to the process. They didn't be patient and allow the power, the transforming power of God's word. They didn't allow the word to soak into them so it can change them, so it can get them ready from the inside out. They just thought they were ready. And now we don't even hear about them anymore. I don't, we don't even know where they are. Hopefully they're alive, (laughs) but we, we don't know because they decided, no, I'm going to take a shortcut and I'm not going to be patient. I have the faith and I'm just going to launch out. No, you need the power twins to work together because that's a force. That's a wrecking ball. You know, you know, get this and write this in your notes and never forget this. Never forget this. The devil is impatient. The devil is impatient. Anytime there's a time where there's, you're impatient to do something, where it's not, and there's not a piece to do it, and you're just you're trying to rush to do it, that's the work of the devil. That's why he always plays his hand ahead of time, and his plans fail because he can't wait. Because one of the fruit of the Spirit is patience, patience. That's one of the fruit of the spirit. God that is from God. And so the, if God is if God is patient, that means the devil is impatient. And so we need to trust God. That's what faith is. That's what the power of God's word is trusting that he said what he meant and he meant what he said and even though it doesn't it doesn't manifest at your timing doesn't mean your faith is not working. Never forget that. Just because it doesn't happen when you think it should happen doesn't mean God is not at work. It just means he's testing and trying your faith through patience. Why? So you'll lack nothing. You know, many times, you know, we're standing, me and my wife, we're standing, we're believing God for things, and we're, we're pressing in. And we think it's going to happen on a certain day. We, we think, you know, God's going to come through on this day. And you know what? He comes through, but he didn't come through on that day. He came through on, on a different time, on, a, on his own time. Why? Because you can come up with 10 ways and 10 days that God's going to come through, and he'll come up with 11. He'll come up with a different, different way of doing things. Why? Because he's the one who wants to get all the glory and all the honor. And you know what happened? You know, as I'm thinking about the transforming power of God's word, you know what happened? When we, uh, we began to do that and trust God, and especially in the beginning, what would happen is, is we began to develop a, um, a track record with God. You know, we began to develop, you know what, God came through here, then he's going to come through here. And the more you walk with God, the more you allow faith and patience to work together and the transforming power of God's word to come through for you, the more you take steps, you're going to look back at those previous victories that you've had, those previous times and say, you know what, if God came through then, he's going to come through now. And then it gives you uh, assurance that He's that he is God. You know, just, you know, what the devil always tries to play on people is, well, you've gone too far now. God's not going to come through. And you need to remember those previous victories. You need to remember, you need to remind Him, no, God came through here because I have a track record with God. You should write that in your notes. I have a track record with God. There should be points in your life where you can look back and say, you know what, I stood on God's word and God came through here, here, and here. And Here On the other side, I'm standing on God's Word, and I'm expecting Him to come through here, here, and here because He came through over there. And that's the process, the power of God's Word, and it's going to transform your life where you become a stable Christian instead of an unstable Christian, where unstable Christians are like, well... I don't know if God's going to come through. He kind of came through here, but I rushed it and it didn't really work out. So it's really God's fault and they don't take accountability for themselves. So they're unstable. So they go from this place to that place. They run here, there, and everywhere. There's no firm foundation on God's word. And so they're, God can never do that transforming work in their heart and on the inside of them. So they're all over the place. But no... If you just stand your ground, if you just say, you know what, I'm standing on God's word, God's going to come through for me, and you start. Maybe you're saying, I don't have a track record. I, I, I've, been, I've been like you just said before. I've been rushing things and whatever. Make this year the year where you stand firm on his word and you, you trust him and you build that track record. And say, if God came through here, he's going to come through here. If God came through there, he's going to come through here. That's why I love sharing my testimony uh, uh, about when God came through when I only had 12 cents in the bank. I had twelve cents. How many has ever been lower than twelve cents? I guess if you went bankrupt or you were negative, you probably had less than that. But that was the beginning for me of God. Well, it wasn't exactly the beginning, but I already had a couple things happen for me. But it was this process of God building trust with me through faith. And I remember, if you haven't heard the story, I'll share it with you. Uh, others who have don't don't uh, don't give away the don't give it away just quite yet, but. I remember 12 cents of the bank, I worked a job doing door-to-door sales. Has anyone ever done door-to-door sales where you go knock on doors and you try to sell something? I mean, I think it is one of the most hardest jobs out there to just go and knock on doors and try to immediately you got you got less than 10 seconds to get that person to keep their door open or it's slammed in your face and I remember I'm confessing the word of God I'm believing God I'm going to a school that's teaching uh, prosperity and I'm believing it I'm speaking it I'm acting on it I mean I'm out there I'm knocking on doors I remember starting every single day we're in prayer my god God's gonna come through my god I believe this this next uh, door that I knock on is a is gonna be a huge uh, sale it's gonna it's gonna bust me Wide open in the finances, and every single time I would knock, they would open it and they would slam it in my face. And then I would knock, and I would they would open it, and either they would open it and say I'm not interested, or they would slam it, or they wouldn't they wouldn't answer it, or they're hiding behind the blinds underneath <laughs> underneath the window seal, looking at me and can't wait for me to leave. I know many of you guys have done it. Uh, <laughs> I've done it before. I don't want to answer the door uh, to a stranger, but anyways. And I would go day after day, month after month. And I, I sold all I could sell to get to Bible school. This is when I just started Bible school. I had a couple thousand dollars in the account. But you know what? You know, months go by, you got to pay your bills. You know, the bills come due. So I had enough for like two months worth of bills. And then I was going to be run dry. And I remember I, I was giving, I was sowing. I, I didn't have much to tithe on, but I was tithing and then giving ab- above and beyond. Doing what the Bible said and believing every time I went out to go to -to door-to-door sales that God was going to come through. And what was happening was as God was working faith and patience together. He was teaching me something. He was teaching me to trust him more than I would trust uh, any man, any business, even myself. I mean, even in myself. And so I remember doing that. And uh, it came down to where I only had 12 cents left in the bank. And, and I didn't tell anybody but my roommates. It was my brother and my friend, Pastor Josh. I don't know if he's on uh, from Alabama, but he was my roommate at the time. He's a pastor now. And uh, I told him, hey, guys, I'm, I'm down to 12 cents. We need a miracle. And uh, I remember we went out that day. And we knocked and we sold nothing again. It was nothing. And, uh, you know, when you get in those positions, the devil tries to tempt you and think, you know what? God's not coming through. You're believing nonsense. You're not believing uh, what the Bible says. And uh, whatever. You're doubting God and you just need to give up, go, you know, you leave school, whatever. You've all heard this, you've all had the same, I'm sure, at times. And uh, I remember going to McDonald's with uh, Josh and we sat down at McDonald's and uh, we were waiting on my brother Chris. Uh, to get off of work because he decided to get a real job where he got paid hourly. So he had guaranteed money and uh, we were still trying to do door to door sales. And I remember sitting down and looking at Josh and we were just shaking our head, man. We're like, man, they have the dollar menu. And he was just as low as me. I don't know. He was probably had a little bit more than me, but not much, maybe 50 cents instead of 12. And I remember, um, uh, looking at him and thinking man I can't even go get a dollar hamburger I can't get nothing off the menu at McDonald's this is ridiculous and uh, so I got up from the table I told him I had to use the restroom but honestly I just wanted to go to the bathroom to be pro- by myself for a minute and just let out some tears you know just being totally honest I was just broken but as soon as I walked through that McDonald's bathroom door um, if I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm telling the truth. As soon as I walked in, they had this uh, ledge in the bathroom by the sink. It was like separate. And on top of that ledge was a loaf of bread. I mean, this thing was a brand new, it was unopened, brand new top shelf loaf of bread. I'm not talking about that great value bread. That's like not good. It's a dollar bread. No, this was like $5, 6 dollars Uh, A loaf of bread sitting there. I mean, the good stuff. And as soon as I saw it and laid eyes on it, I heard the Lord speak to my heart. And he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor God's seed begging for bread. And I'm telling you what, in that moment, I went from crying to jumping and shouting and praising God. I grabbed that bread. I ran it back to my... uh, my friend uh, Josh, and I threw it on his lap, and he said, what the heck is this? Where did you go? And I said, I went to the bathroom, and I found this in the bathroom, and I'm telling you, man, I'm, God talk, spoke to me, and he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor God's seed begging for bread. That, I'm talking about the transforming power of God's word. When God says something, and you believe it, and you stand on it, God's going to come through for you. And so here I am and I have nothing to show in the natural. See, it's not about what you see per se. It's about faith and patience working together, the power twins. And God will always encourage you through his word to continue to stand until that, uh, what you're believing God for to manifest. Yes, I know. It's crazy. I found, I found a loaf of bread in the bathroom. Can you believe that? My goodness. (laughs) And, uh, so we took that bread and you know what he said? He looked at me I'll never forget it. I, I still crack up when I see him and talk about it, but he looked at me, he got so excited. I mean, he got more excited than me almost. And he said, you know what, man, I got to get in there and I got to go find something too. So he got up and he said, God's got something for me in that bathroom. Like it's some kind of like magic door where you, when you walk out, there's no bread. When you walk in, there's bread. Like there was going to be maybe three loaves after uh, he went in. I don't know what he was thinking, <laughs> but I remember he was in there and he was gone for a long time. I I mean, I was like, man, where where did this guy go? Like, did he leave to go check other bathrooms? Maybe at Wendy's, Burger King, Taco Bell. I don't know. Where, I don't know where he went. But anyways, he came back and he said, "Look, man, I scoured the whole bathroom. I looked everywhere. I looked everywhere. I I probably cleaned it better than the workers cleaned it. But I did find uh, these two pennies. And he took those pennies and he threw them on the table." And as soon as he threw them on the table, I heard the Lord speak to me again. And he said, the woman with the widow mites, she had two widow mites and she sowed them and gave them to the Lord. And Jesus took note of that. And he said, she has given out of her lack. So now I only had, I, now I had not just one word from the Lord. I had two words from the Lord and I knew what the second one meant. And he said, take those two pennies put them in an envelope, and sow it into the church. Now, that takes humility to write, and, and I wrote our names on the envelope. I wrote Nick, Josh, I think we even included my brother Chris, even though he had nothing to do with it, we still wrote his name on it, and, uh, and we sowed that seed. Anyways, so that's uh, we were working on uh, Friday. We had Saturday off. We went to church on Sunday. My, bro- my friend Josh took off, went to Alabama, He's uh, preaching in Alabama, or not preaching. He's just going to church because he was a Bible school student. He was attending with his family. And so I'm I'm at church in Tampa. He's in Alabama. I texted him. As soon as the seed was sown, I said, hey, brother, the seed is sown. He's like, great. I'm about to start church because they're an hour behind us. And so, uh, as, uh, I just sowed the seed, they start church, they do their worship service in Alabama and everything. And then the pastor comes out and he says, Hey, I see that Josh Fisher is here. Why don't you come up here and testify and tell the Lord, tell everybody what the Lord is doing. Talking about the transforming power of God's word, guys, I'm telling you, when you believe his word and when you have faith and patience, do you know what? We could have quit. We could have gave up. We could have said, you know what? God is a liar. We're done with this because this was months. We had to wait months for this thing to take place. It was a course of a couple months for God to break through for us, but he broke through. And I'm telling you, today is your day of breakthrough. And if you believe it, you should shout amen. But he went in, he, his pastor said, come up here and testify. So he went up and testified and uh, he began to share about what the Lord is doing. And on the inside, you know, if he was here to tell his part, I'm sure he would say it uh, in his own way. But it, it, he said um, what he's like, what do I have to testify about besides the fact that I have no money? I'm barely eating and I'm barely making it. And what, you know, but it, the what was quickened in his heart to share was how many people were getting saved because they were. We were going soul winning every week, how many people were getting healed on the streets, what God was doing in the services, what God was doing in the classroom. So he just got up and shared the testimony of all the souls getting saved and everything. So as he's sharing his testimony, I just sowed the two pennies. Like we're talking about in a matter of maybe 20, 30 minutes sowed the pennies. He's testifying. And all of a sudden, as he's testifying, this is not a time for offering tithes. No one told anybody to do this. The people in the crowd start getting up and starting, they start throwing money on the altar. I mean, they just start throwing money at him. And he's just, he's looking at the pastor thinking, oh my, what's going on? Is this how you receive the offerings now? I've been gone for a couple months. This is crazy. So he just kept sharing his testimony. That's what he was told to do. So he did what he was told. He finished the testimony. The people kept coming. He handed the microphone back to the pastor. The pastor said, ushers, can you come and collect uh, these finances? And they just had church service. And so after the service, the pastor comes to Josh and he says, hey, I've never seen that in my entire life at this church ever happened before. And I don't know what's going on, but as the people were coming forward and doing that, while you were testifying, the Lord spoke to my heart and he said, that money is yours. So in an instant, he went from being flat broke to having over a thousand dollars in his hand. Boom, instantly by what God just did. Don't tell me that faith and patience won't produce the promises of God. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, he had faith. He had all the faith in the world, but what God was working in him and in me was patience. So he he tells me that, and so I'm excited. I'm like, man, because the Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. That's good for your notes. God is no respecter of persons. If God will do it for me, if God will do it for him, God will do it for you. And uh, I remember uh, I remember when he texted me and told me what happened, and he actually called me too. Uh I got excited and I'm like you know what God's going to come through for me so I'm like man that's right he's like yours is next and I'm like yeah mine's next and so, you know, from that, on that day, I started looking around like, God, who are you going to use? Because the Bible says, says he's going to give men and will give unto your bosom. So I'm looking around, who am I going to bless? Who am I going to, who's going to bless me? I mean, I mean, is it that guy? Is it that guy? You know, you start going through all these thoughts. God's going to use so-and-so who's got all this money to do this and whatever. And so Sunday goes by and and no nothing happened. Monday goes by, nothing happens. Tuesday goes by, nothing. Wednesday, nothing. Thursday, nothing. At this point you know, I'm just like, man, God, like you instantly came through for Josh, but I'm, I'm like, Hey, I'm still here. Have you not forgotten about me? Like I'm the one who gave that offering, like, hello. And uh, like, God didn't know that, but I'm like, come on. And so what I just began to do is in what was working in me at that time, what I know now is the patience was at work. God was, God was working patience in me to, as I trusted him and what happened was at that point, after I got to the Friday, I just began to lift my hands and I just began to thank God that he was coming through for me. I began to use the scripture that he gave me. God, uh, you've never seen the righteous forsaken nor God's seed begging for bread. I thank you, Lord, that Lord, as you've come through for Josh, you're coming through for me. I just give it over to you. I take no thought for my life. I just began to praise him. Sometimes what you got to do in these moments of of trusting God is you just be got to begin to praise him when you don't feel like it. You got to you got to just make yourself praise God. You got to get up and dance when you don't feel like dancing. You got to shout when you don't feel like shouting. I'm telling you that's when things will begin to break loose because you're it's it's proof even when because faith has nothing to do with feelings, it's proof that you're saying, "You know what, Lord? I trust you more than me." And so I just began to do that. And it was like I don't know the exact time frame, but I know when I made that shift in my mind and in my heart, when I began to just praise God, it's almost like everything was just accelerated. And I remember somebody came up to me uh, shortly after I'd made that change. And he came up to me and he said, brother, God's really been dealing with me. And uh, on the inside, I got a big smile on my face and I got really excited. I'm like, oh, really? You know, on the on the outside, I'm really trying to like, keep calm and collective. And I'm like, this is it. And he's like, yeah, God's really, really been dealing with me to sow a seed. And I said, really? He said, yeah. And so I wanted to hand you this. And he handed me a check of almost a thousand dollars. And I just, man, at that moment, I was just floored at what God did. And that was just the beginning. That was a track record. That was, that was the beginning. I can look back to that moment and say, you know what, if God came through, then he's going to come through over here. And that's the transformation of God's word because it all came back to his word. See, I wasn't standing on, uh, you know, a desire that I made up or uh, a confession that I'm just confessing over and over and over again, and this is what's going to happen. No, I had the word of the Lord. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor God's seed begging for bread. Come on, if God will come through for me, God will come through for you. All you have to do is allow God to transform your life, and that will cause... Major, major transformation where you know what, you're going to have your own testimonies in 2024. Where you, yeah, you can glean from mine, you can glean from others. But I said this on one of the broadcasts now, they're all flooding together now. We've done so many this month. But I said it before you can either be the one who sits in the pew and gets up and claps every single time someone gets up there, they got a testimony, praise God, hallelujah, and we're always going to clap and rejoice. But maybe this year you're the one on the stage testifying because God came through for you. And it's going to happen through faith and patience and allowing the transformation of God's word to take place in your life. No one can do it for you. You have to do it yourself. See no amount of prayer with, you know, trying to make this thing happen and you know my God and me confessing over and over and over and over and over again and we're just trying to get this thing to work and no it wasn't any of that it was just I got the word of the Lord I did what God told me to do now I just got to lift my hands and begin to thank him you know many of you guys you've already done what God has told you to do now you just need to lift your hands and thank him thank him that what you're what is already done is done because you have the word of the Lord Come on, we're thanking God this year. Because he already spoke to me that this is going to be the year to run to win. We're not we're not trying to run to win. We're thanking him that already as we obey him, we're going to run to win. In victory after victory. In strength after strength. We're going to hold miracles in our hands. We're going to do what we've never done before. We're going to go where we've never gone before. Why? Because of the word of the Lord. And we thank him. We thank him ahead of time. So we're yes, we're praying. Yes, we're fasting. Yes, we're seeking his face. But we're not... We're not trying to make this thing happen. We're working with God through faith, through patience, the power twins. So if you get anything out of today's lesson today, it's faith and patience. Some of y'all just need to let patience have its perfect work and just begin to thank God and praise him. Like Ben said, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes you got to get up and dance, and what I found out, is when you feel down and out, you get up and dance, or you get up and shout, and you get up and praise God, and you'll find yourself getting happy. Discouragement will leave you. Why? Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, because the opposite, what, what, what the devil wanted to do is he wanted to put a major depression on me. I mean, imagine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not lying. I had literally 12 cents in the bank at the time before all of what I just told you happened. Imagine the depression that would try to sit in of having nothing. I mean, literally nothing to my name besides my clothes, besides, besides me. That's all I had. Imagine that. Nothing. That would be cause many people to have a nervous breakdown. But you know, the Holy Spirit and God helped me and made a way where there was no way. Come on. Who am I talking to today? Come on. God cares. Come on. This race is won through f- Patience and faith, not speed and ability. That's right. That's a good word. We win our race through faith and patience. You know, that's why I love um, being the Z team, being, uh, being the last, because the Bible says the last shall be first and the first shall be last. And you know what? The Lord spoke to me. He said, I'll use many who are, who feel disqualified, many who feel like the outcast, many who feel like they'll always be picked last. And those are the people I'll pick first. Those are the people who actually, when God lines up the team and you know, you normally, you pick the best players to the worst players. And, uh, you just, because that's just how you want to win. But you know what God says, I'll pick the worst because I'm going to take the, worst and make them the best come on and how do they make how does he make them the best through faith and patience in the transforming power of god's word because through that process through all of that god is transforming and he does a work in you to do it through you and what it's more important to let god do the work in you than it is to obtain all the ex, ex, exterior because the exterior can crumble you if you're not ready on the inside People who, people who want to hold great things in their life and, and be at great levels, they need a great work inside because that stuff will take you out, and God wants you to have those things. Do not get me wrong. God wants you to have great things. God wants you uh, to get to great levels, but he wants you not to get there and then fall off that level. He wants to get you and sustain you there. So how does he do that? Through faith and patience and trust in him and his word. Amen. How many feel encouraged this afternoon? I know I do. Praise the Lord. Man, I'm ready to run around and dance and shout. Amen. Well, that's what I have for the word of the Lord today. I never want to end a broadcast without giving you all an opportunity to sow into the kingdom of God, activate your faith. And so I want to put this up on the screen here. If anybody would like to give today, I want to encourage you to become a one, one of our 1,000 monthly partners. Why? Why? Not so we can have a ton of money, but so that we, yes, can have a ton of money to take it and win as many souls as possible to do more outreach, to reach more people, to, uh, you know, just to run. To, our, our main thing is we're running to win as many souls as possible. That's what we're running towards, souls. And so you can sow into that by going to zanerministries.com forward slash give. You can also text give ZMI to the number on the screen. Also, we have PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, or you can mail your check into PO, uh Zaner Ministries, P.O. Box 125, Copley, PA 18037, and do something by faith. You know, many uh, people give up. They don't allow patience to work in their lives. talking about today uh, in the area of finances, and the Bible says God will not be mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that is what he'll reap. And then it also says that, uh, it says, well, let me just go there instead of just botching it. Galatians chapter 6. I'll read it to you. It says, don't grow weary in well-doing. That's what I wanted to say. For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. And talking about fainting, people faint because they don't have the patience to withstand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, just it's faster this way. Six seven. Galatians chapter six verse seven. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, that is what he'll reap also. For he who sows of the flesh will reap of the flesh corruption, but he who sows of the Spirit, reap of the Spirit everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. In other words, you grow weary because of a lack of patience, but we shall reap in due season if we do not lose heart. So in other words, if you don't lose heart, you will reap. Amen. Amen. And so it's time to get back on it. It's time to continue to sow seeds of faith, to further the kingdom of God forward. And you can do so today, and you can do so right now. So I want to encourage you to do that. And then also, if you'd like to know more about becoming a monthly partner and joining the Z Team, you can scan the QR code on the screen there, and you can can see more of what we do. Amen? Because we do a lot more than just broadcasting online. And then if you sow $25 or more this month, our thank you gift is our prayer journal that's just come out, the Zayner Ministries Prayer Journal. This is our way of saying thank you. Just make sure you go to zaynerministries.com forward slash offer and select your free gift. Anyone who becomes a monthly partner at $84 a month or more, we want to send you our new book coming out January 22nd called Run to Win. It's our brand new book. Also, prayer journal coming as well will be two for one when you sow at that amount. Amen. And then, as well, let me see here. Here it is. If you want to receive text updates from us, you can text Z Team to 610-936-8464, always be reminded of things happening, how, what's happening on the road, and you can receive encouragement, or you can send us, you can also text us, this is me or Emily, and we will respond to your prayer requests and anything else like that. It's our way of staying connected with the family, because you are family, right? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah getting used to doing this in the afternoon. So thankful for Jose. There we go. Amen. Well, we're going to be live tomorrow at 1 p.m. and 8 p.m. Set a reminder. Make sure you're there. It's going to be a powerful time tomorrow. We're going to talk about transformation, and we're going to talk about faith again, building our faith, growing our faith, seeing breakthrough after breakthrough. So I love you. God bless you. And we will see you all tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Zayner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We're asking God for a hundred people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to dot and click on the give now button and become a monthly covenant partner today.